Thanks for tuning in to the True Vibe Podcast. Here, we help you connect to your true vibration, expand your energy to authentically align you to your highest vibrational self. I'm your host, Mary McMonagle. I am the energy expansion coach here to guide you to connect with your intuition and energy to embody the person you desire to be. Now let's vibe, tribe. Hey, True Vibe Tribe. Today, I had the honor to interview Joey Kramer, who shares about a lot of obstacles he overcame throughout his life and how they all changed when he unlocked forgiveness. And through this forgiveness, he found compassion and love, which changed the direction of his life forever. Joey is an experienced entrepreneur and has launched multiple successful businesses. He now is focused on his life and business coaching. He is a professional speaker and is an aspiring author. I cannot wait for you all to hear his incredible story and we're going to dive right into it. Hey, everybody, we are here today with the incredible Joey. He has such an amazing story to share, and I cannot wait for you guys to listen to his story and this episode. How are you doing today, Joey? I'm doing fantastic, Mary. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm I'm excited for this. Yeah, thank you for being here. And you have uh, an amazing story. And I can't wait to dive into all of what you're about, which is I know is rewriting your DNA and bringing in compassion, forgiveness and love. So I would love for you to just open up to that a little bit to begin with. Yeah, yeah, no problem. You know, I, I, uh, when my transformation happened to me, when I literally rewrote my DNA, it was something I didn't even realize until it happened, you know, and then the more I contemplated and thought about it, it's like, holy crap, what did I actually just do? Um, and, you know, the more I share the story with people, it's it's really inspiring for me because people react to it so well. You know, I, I gave a, a stage speech uh, back in October out in California, and I had so many people after it come up and actually telling me, oh my God, I, I had something similar that hit home. I mean, in so many different levels, I'm like, wow, this actually really resonates. You know, I, I hoped it would, but I didn't know how big it would resonate. And it's really been, it's really been awesome. I had, <clears throat> I even had, I'll dive into it, but I had somebody uh, review my speech that I'd given and he said something to the nature of, I started watching this thinking this was going to be one of those Greg Braden, Bruce Lipton, rewire your DNA type story. And he said, but then I listened and it was so much more profound. He's like, oh my God, that was amazing. And that, that made me feel good. So wow. you know. That's uh, well, let's so dive into you, uh... it. Yeah. What did you share that had so many people resonated with? Well, I've I've been on my spiritual journey now for quite a few years, but it's really been culminating kind of over the last two years. I think a lot of us have been on that mission. It's all been kicked into kind of high gear with all the external perceptions of the world happening to us. Uh, we've all been seeking kind of that deeper what the hell is really going on here? And in the process, I think we're discovering 
uh, more and more who we actually are and what we're actually capable of, which is more unbelievable than I think any of us can even imagine, but it's being revealed to us more and more each day. And it's, it's, it's so fascinating. I could talk for hours and hours about it, but, uh, you know, as far as my journey, um, you know, I come from a past, I used to live in the past, you know, I've, I've been lifelong depression, alcoholism, drugs, sex addictions, anything really to fill the void I had within me, uh, you know, fighting myself every step of the way. Uh, you know, it, it started out when I was born, literally my biological father abandoned my mother and me at birth. You know, I think two weeks after I was born, he was off. He went down to Texas and never wanted anything to do with us again. Uh, you know, and for me as a child, it it sucked, you know, I, I, I didn't know how badly it jaded me, how badly it had hurt me, that abandonment until I realized that that's one of the fundamental, like the five or so principles that like screw people up in life. One of them is abandonment. And it's like, oh, well, that makes perfect sense. You know, so um, really it all started. I went to a I don't know how many of your audience listeners are Tony Robbins fans, but uh, my wife and I, we did all of his events last year during COVID lockdown, right? And I think we did six in the course of like nine months. And one of them was the Date with Destiny event, which is his big signature five or six day event, right? And <clears throat> I went into that event having, I'd, I'd done a lot of spiritual work. I'd done a lot of healing on myself. I'd already gone through really my dark night of the soul at that point. So I was single-minded focused that I was going to go into this event and remove this anger, this frustration that was holding me back in life. I didn't know why, you know, I kind of knew, but I didn't know uh, where it all stemmed from, but it was, it was controlling my life still, you know, just feeling like, I was out of control, therefore I had to react and really came out, not in physical anger, but just, you know, outbursts and just frustration. And not to mention I've got Tourette syndrome. So that probably has a little bit of the cussing and yelling and throwing shit uncontrollably, you know, from out of nowhere. Uh, but anyways, I go into this event focusing on trying to remove this anger, but not certain where it came from. And after the first day, I learned that all the anger, all the crap I'd been piling on myself my entire life was stemming from my father having left me at birth. So the next morning, day two, I got up and I started to write a letter to him to forgive him for everything he had done, because I could see then and now, you know, that it was, it was all just a story. There was nothing real about it. It was only the way I perceived what had happened to me that was the, the trigger for a lot of this. So I sat down, I tried to write this letter to him. I got one sentence in and just completely lost it. It was just bawling uncontrollably for an hour straight. And then all of a sudden it just kind of that peace came over me. And I'm like, okay, I think I released that. You know, and it felt amazing. I didn't even end up writing the letter at that point. I didn't need to. I realized that the only person I had to forgive this entire, for my entire 41 years of life prior to that was for myself. 
You know, it wasn't anything he did. It was all on me. So we move into further into the event and we do a past regression meditation, which, you know, I'm, I'm very big into meditations. I create my own, uh, for healing and everything on my YouTube channel. But, uh, you know, I'm very big into meditation, been doing it for a couple of years now. And we get into this meditation and we have to go back to our earliest childhood memory. And I go back to this moment when I was five years old and I'd forgotten all about it. And I go back to this moment, I'm five years old. My mom and me are headed down to Texas to go meet my dad and his family. So, you know, we get there and, or I guess we were directed what were you feeling? What were you thinking right before that event happened? And for me, I'm thinking, oh my God, I get to go meet my dad. This is going to be awesome. You know, I'm, I'm so excited. I want to be just like all the other kids I know that have dads. I don't want to be the lonely kid living with his mom and grandma. You know, I want, I wanted this so badly. And then all of a sudden it hit me, it sank in. Like, what if he didn't love me? What if I wasn't good enough for him? What, what if I wasn't everything he imagined me to be and he wouldn't want to come home and be my dad? So this like huge like pressure just built up all of a sudden during this meditation. I'm like, holy crap, that's a lot of pressure to put on a five-year-old kid. What am I, you know, I'm thinking, what, what are you thinking? Why, why would you allow all that pressure? You're five years old. You don't have any control over that situation, but I... I, it was a huge turning point in my life and I realized it. So then we get or directed to go into the mind of the other person that's there. So I go into my mom's mind and I instantly feel her pain. I instantly feel her fear. You know, she wants nothing more than to give me a dad and she wants to be loved by this man too. So I could, but she, she'd been jaded. She'd been hurt. And this guy literally womanized, cheated on her up until I was born and then abandoned us. So she's kind of like, I don't know what the hell to do, but I don't really have any other options. Let's see how I can make this work. And this feeling of compassion and love came over me for my mom, for what she did and why she did it that I'd never felt before. And I, I lost it during this meditation, started crying, you know, feeling this compassion that I didn't know existed within me. Um, and as that's happening, then we're directed, if there's somebody else there, go into their eyes. So I jump into the body of my biological father, and I'm seeing through his eyes, feeling what he's feeling. And he's terrified, right? He, you know, I'm, I'm empathizing with him. And he's like, I ran all the way down to Texas to get away from this situation. I didn't want to be a father. I don't want those responsibilities. So I start to see his fear and I start to really feel it and how scared he was of the whole situation, realizing then that really it was all three of us. We were just searching for this thing, this love that we each wanted for each from each other, but none of us were able to really give it to any of us. You know, it was just, it, it couldn't happen, you know, and it, at that point in time, it made me instantly realize that, again, it was all just this story. I told myself, and after living through their bodies, their eyes, and reliving that moment, I had this new feeling of compassion 
this new feeling of forgiveness. I forgave all of them. I forgave myself. So everything at that point kind of changed for me. And I had this new outlook, this new sense of feeling of love that I hadn't had before. And the event ended. And a couple days later, I had, I had to call my mom. You know, I had to, I had to reach out to her because I had to tell her about this experience I just went through. And I just wanted to tell her how much I loved her and how much I appreciated everything she'd ever done for me. You know, she had, she had tried all of her life to give me the best, you know, childhood. She got remarried when I was eight years old. So I had a stepfather who was my, technically my real father. And I had a great life. Don't get me wrong, you know, but everything that came from that, I guess, uh, you know, I, I'm talking to her, I'm explaining all this. I said, you know, thank you for everything you did. You know, whatever you think you did wrong, you did everything exactly right. Everything happened the exact way it had to happen for me to experience this life, all the ups and downs. You know, I was sexually abused as a child. Uh, like I said, I've, I've had my fair share of issues, right? And it was at that point that, you know, she, she first responds and says, you know, I, I wish I would have done things differently. You know, I wish I would have been harder on you at times. And I'm like, mom, you were exactly the way you had to have been. If you would have been any harder on me, I would have broke. You know, I, I almost committed, I tried to commit suicide multiple times in my younger life. And I wasn't ready for anything more. You know, I, I, everything happened exactly the way it had to happen. And that's when she reveals to me, says, Joey, I've been keeping a secret from you your entire life. And I was afraid to tell you because I didn't know how you would respond. She thought, you know, I was fragile. She thought I would, I wouldn't, I'd try and kill myself, whatever. Um, so she's starting to cry, you know, and I'm telling her it's okay, mom, you know, I love you. I'd love to hear what, what is it? You know, she had this burden that she had to get off her back. Uh, and she said only three people in the world knew of this secret other than her. And that was my biological father, my stepfather, and my uncle John, who had died the year prior to this. Uh, but they were all determined to take it to the grave with them, the secret. And I'm like, okay, go on. You know, I, I, I got to hear this now. It's, you built it up too much. So she goes on to tell me that the big thing is she goes on to tell me, Joey, Robert, he's not your father. I'm just like, what did I just hear you right? The guy that I've been struggling and running from my entire life, blaming everything on in my entire life. The guy I just forgave earlier in the week and released from all of this burden, all of this misguided, you know, anger, this guy you're telling me isn't even my father after 41 years. I'm like, blown away i'm not mad i'm just like what this is insane um so i'm like go on i, I gotta hear this you know so she goes on to tell me the story that robert he couldn't have children so she wanted a baby so badly she was willing to do anything she could you know she went to 
adoption agency, she went as far as the Columbia, reaching out to the Colombian embassy to see about adopting a Colombian orphan child. And I had to stop her right there. I was like, hold on, mom, wait a minute. Are you telling me the reason I get so tan in the summertime and the reason I'm the only one in my family with bright blue eyes? You know, I'm like, am I, am I half Colombian? She's like, no, honey, you're not half Colombian. My joke is at that point, I'm like, damn, you know, I, I thought my, my fantasy of being a, you know, orphan child of a Colombian drug Lord, you know, it all just poof went up in air right there. I'm like, dang it. That would have been a cool story though, but it gets even cooler though. From there, Uh, she goes on to tell me that she worked at a hospital here in the Kansas city area where we live. And she enrolled in a experimental program back in 1978 known as in vitro fertilization. And it was there that she revealed to me, I wasn't the son of this womanizing alcoholic, you know, abandoning man that I blame my life on. In fact, my real father, my biological father was a med student at the hospital. And that med student later became a doctor at the hospital. She signed all the confidentiality paperwork. So she didn't know who it was, but she says from time to time, she'd be walking down the halls and she'd see this real handsome, bright blue eyed doctor, you know, walking down the hall. And she only, she could only assume that that was him, but never really knew for certain who it was. But it was at that moment that she revealed this to me that I realized, oh my God, I'm, I'm not what I've told myself and made myself to believe for 41 years. In fact, the truth is so much more amazing. I am the son of a doctor. I have the biological genes now of a doctor and not what I thought it was. Now, this, this explained a lot about who I am because a lot of, I don't, I don't mix I get along with everybody, but I don't have a lot of similarities with my family and my extended family. Uh, You know, I've always been one for learning and growing and diving into, you know, science and my family backgrounds, all construction workers, blue collar. And for me, I've always felt there was a different path for me. And it all made so much sense. I'm like, oh, my God, that's that's amazing. And not only did I rewrite my DNA into that of a doctor's son, but I also rewrote my two children's DNA. They no longer have a biological grandfather that was this, you know, perceived horrible guy who actually didn't do anything wrong. I just made this story up that he did, you know, Uh, but now they are the sons, biological sons or grandchildren of a doctor. So I always tease with them now. It's like, you've got zero excuses to fail in life. You have been given just all the DNA that you would ever need to be able to succeed at anything. So between doing that, the other just huge thing that came out of that was the ability for me, because I went back and had that compassion, because I went back and forgave myself and I forgave everybody involved with it. It freed my mom from the 41 years of the lies 
of this life she'd been having to lead all because she was afraid to bring this out. So it, it goes back to the idea of when we truly work on ourselves, when we truly unlock that ability to love and to have compassion for others, to forgive ourselves, to forgive everyone, because they're all just actors in our play, essentially. You know, when we really do that, it unlocks doors and opens doors that weren't even imaginable to us just minutes, days, years prior. It all changes instantly when we harness this power and we, you know, we really learn how to utilize it. And for me, it, it's changed my life in ways I can't, people wouldn't even believe the things I've been able to do and the person I'm becoming now because of using these principles. So that's, that's really like the big moment of my journey, you know, up the hill and I hit that mountaintop and now it's kind of smooth sailing on the back end here because I just know now that it's, it's all a game. It's all just an, whatever we want it to be in our minds. And we have the control over all of this, you know, it's just most people are still asleep to their power. And that's, that was by design in my opinion, but that's a different story for a different, you know, different topic for another day. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that powerful and vulnerable story and exactly how you put it. It's like, once you unlocked the power of forgiveness, where it was like, it wasn't about forgiving your dad or forgiving your mom. Like, yes, that was such an important part, but it was like, it really all that all fell into place when you were like, I forgive me. Like I am, I'm forgiving myself to unlock my power because that power then allowed you to truly forgive your dad, your mom. And not only did that forgiveness turn into healing, as you said, it turned into healing your kids and, you know, future generations to come. So that is really incredible to hear how you gave me goosebumps all over. I just got just hearing you say that. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Yeah. And for everybody listening, if this is giving you goosebumps too, like, then it's landing, right? It's resonating because when we realize, as you said, when we wake up to our potential and our power, and it can be as simple as forgiving. And when you put yourself in the perspective, I love how that event really changed your life. It seemed, seems like it, where you were able yeah. to see it through your mom's eyes, through your dad's eyes, through the eyes of yourself in that moment. As a kid, you don't know any better. Right. right. And, it was it was so powerful. You know, that that was one of the pivotal moments, of course, of my life, you know, uh, a lot. I've, I've done so much work, though, building up to that. And over the past year since that happened, and it really, you know, I've, I've always been deep into quantum physics and science and you know, the more we are learning and it's revealed to us, we, you know, there's nobody else but us, you know, a lot of people don't understand the concept and it's, there's only me, there's only you, there's only other people living in that, their own little like bubble of reality that they're creating. 
And it starts in the mind, but it really allows when, when you fully grasp that idea, it allows you to imagine anything you desire. You know, this, this whole existence is truly about learning how to control this power and learning about what it is. And it's, we're all put here to have this, our own experience and to imagine it into whatever reality we want to. And nothing, there's nothing holding us back. I mean, if, if you want to create a reality where you're traveling throughout the galaxies, you know, on a spaceship, meeting new societies. I mean, if you want to go far out there, literally it can happen because you're the only one creating it. I'm not seeing it. You're not seeing it, but the person imagining it is in their own dimension, their own reality, creating their own infinite future, really. I mean, that's what it comes down to. We're all infinite. We all have, there's an infinite number of opportunities and routes we can go down. And just because it doesn't seem possible on this plane, on this specific reality, doesn't mean it's not possible. There are infinite numbers of realities. I like on your website, you know, you talk a lot about uh, vibrations. You know, we're all energy. We're all frequencies. And every reality, every moment in our perceived time is just a frequency of vibration. And if we can learn to harness in and tune in to those specific frequencies, it's like a radio dial, you know, it's do I want to have, do I want to be a billionaire? Okay. It turned the dial to this frequency. Do I want to be homeless and live a life of Jesus? Turn the frequency to this dial. Do I want to travel the stars? And it's really just understanding that frequency and how you want to resonate is what's building everything else from this moment forward. You know, there isn't a future. There isn't a past. There's only this exact moment right here and right now. And everything else is bullshit. Everything else is what we're telling ourselves in our minds that it is. And my story, my, like I said, 41 years, I've been telling myself a story. Wasn't true. Poof. It rewrote itself all because of harnessing that power. And it's, it's that power of our chakras. It's that power of love. You know, it, it's so much more than that, but it starts there, you know, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I love how you put it into a visual of turning, turning the knob because, and I know you're big on imagination and tapping into your imagination. Right. And that is so powerful because we have that as children, right? We have that as kids where we're like, I'm going to pretend I'm a doctor or I'm this, and I have all these friends and I'm a millionaire. I'm a superstar. And we let our imagination run wild. And it's like that imagination, as you said, is a vibration, is a frequency. And we can create that now. But some somewhere along the line, we lose that as, as, mm -hmm. as children. That's why the children are so important to us. They teach us, they show us how to remember. This is all about remembering who we are. And when they come into the world, they don't know anything other than what they're taught and then what they remember, you know, they said subconsciously, they remember so much, but they don't know until they're taught it. So sadly, I feel that the education system, everything 
breeds this out of us, you know, around the age of seven, eight, 10. It's like, it's time to grow up and stop believing in fantasies when they know damn well what happens when we harness that imagination, when we're able to really create the reality we want to live in. <clears throat> it's not fairy tale. It's not, you know, magic. It's reality that we're just realizing, you know, it's been hidden. We've been behind this veil for so long. And if we could all just go back to that imagination, that, that state of imagination that we had as a child, this whole process would be so much easier and so much more fun. But don't get me wrong. It, life is fun. You know, as horrible as it can be, when we look past the whys, you know, why this happened, why that happened, and just start living in the moment, seeing that grace of understanding that that was one of my pivotal moments too, <clears throat> was I stopped looking at everything in my past that had happened to me wrong, that I perceived as wrong. And I started to really see every event in my life, why it happened and it, why it had to happen that way. Instead of blaming anyone, I took responsibility for why the thing, why the bad thing, why was I sexually abused? Why did I almost commit suicide? Why was I <clears throat> alcoholic? Why was I all these different things that I felt bad about myself for? Well, it only made me stronger. It only gave me so many more perspectives of life that now I get to share. Now I get to help people with trauma that are suffering, that don't think there's a way out, you know, that think that, <clears throat> that bad things happen to them because of something they've done. When in actuality, it's only the mind playing games with us, you know, do bad things happen? Yes. But we have to see past the bad thing and see the why it happened in the bigger picture. And when you start doing that, I feel like that's when we truly start living in a state of grace because nothing is bad. There is no evil. There is no pain. There's only what we perceive these things to be. Are there bad things in the world? Sure. There's a ton of bad things happening in the world, but as a conscious collective, we're creating these things. Our imaginations play off of each other. So the bad things we perceive is only our imagination running wild, so to say. You know, an uncontrolled imagination. I think that's the, the biggest step in where we're at in our evolution is learning how to harness this power correctly. Like we haven't been given the key. Let's say we're, we're, we're 14, 15 years old with our learner's permit but they're not ready to give us a full driver's license on how to create reality at this moment. Because if we did, there's still so many people that don't understand it. We'd blow the world up in, you know, in an hour, aliens would invade floods, fires. I mean, you name it, everything that could happen, zombie apocalypse. It, it would happen if, if, if we were given this true ability that we have, and it was like, okay, you now can do what you want. Imagine your reality. Go. There's so many people still terrified living in fear 
because that's what drives you more. The only two big things I've found is fear and love. Those are the two driving components here. But there's so many people stuck in this fear cycle. And that's what's creating their reality, as opposed to being fearless and knowing that love heals all. Love brings us all together. Love brings us back to the point, to the singularity of oneness. We're all gods playing amongst each other. You know, we're each that little part of God. I think I like the analogy of if we're all just a match in the sun, you know, if that one match goes out, the sun keeps shining bright, but we're all part of that one, you know, we're all part of the sun. We're all part of the whole, but we're all just our in individual match burning the light, you know, to make the wholeness of it all, I guess. Yeah. I love that analogy. I always uh, like to think that we, well, we are, we are all connected and, and that's what is so beautiful, but it's like, yeah, it's almost as you put it like fear versus love that that divide that can, can happen. But I, I want uh, to emphasize and go back to your share on not, not instead of asking like, uh, the, the, how is this happening? But diving into like, why, why I'm really understanding. Like, it's like, by you switching to really understanding like why is this happening to me and oh like it's so it can help people who have had trauma and uh you know if you're on here list if you're listening and you know maybe things don't seem in your eyes to be going right ask yourself why right the why as joey shared because that can help you unpack really your story and really shift that perspective as you, you know, that's what I'm hearing you say is like essentially like shifting your perspective from like, right, right. Oh, it's all, it's all happening. Yeah. Right. It's not a people. My wife gets annoyed with it all the time. You know, it's, she'll bring up something. I don't, you know, something minuscule, whatever, but it'll, my response a lot of times is it's not in my reality. I do not allow that to be my reality. I mean, sure. You know, are you, are you, you know, are you avoiding the things that are happening in the world right now? I acknowledge everything that's happening. I try to understand the why it's happening, why I'm creating it. I take responsibility. That's a big thing. Response, reality creation is our personal responsibility. And I look at everything. I don't let it alarm me. I don't let it upset me. I don't get fearful of anything. I just don't allow it to be my predominant reality. It's there. It's happening or it has happened, but it's not affecting me because the reality I'm choosing to perceive and I'm choosing to build is different. And it will, we, we create what we believe we become what we believe we focus where our you know where our energy where our focus goes our energy flows all those sayings are spot on i mean that is just a different way of saying how you know of of a way of how explaining how we create our reality yeah. and it is really the focus the energy the harmonizing of the frequencies to become that i i truly believe 
we can shift literally instantly if we're able to find that frequency. If you go to bed one night believing a certain thing and you believe it to be so real, the next day I truly believe we can wake up in that entire new reality, having that entire past memory. And I think that's what we're doing every day, to be honest. I think our, we basically reset our memory every day when we wake up and that memory is whatever we have chosen to program our brain to believe. It feels like this is my life. This is the way it's always been. But if we're reprogramming it every single night when we sleep to a new reality, every morning we wake up believing that we've always been here. This has been my reality forever. And in reality, it might have completely shifted. You might have jumped an entire timeline. You're a new person, new everything, but it wouldn't seem different to you because our reality programs itself to make it believe that it's real and that it's always been that way. So it's like I could wake up tomorrow on a yacht in the Caribbean, you know, living the life I dream of, but I would wake up having had every memory prior to that of how I got there. It wouldn't seem like I just wake up and poof, like what the hell's going on? How did this happen? It would just seem like I'm waking up on any normal day and I'll have all the past memories of how I earned the money to buy the yacht, to be where I'm at there. And I, I think we can instantly shift reality. That's where we're headed to. That's where humanity, our evolution is going. But again, it goes back to too many people are still living in that fear mindset. So we can't truly turn the light switch on to how this works until more people are ready and take their own personal responsibility for what they're creating. Yeah. We, we live in a co-creative universe here and it doesn't work if half the people are thinking this way and half the people are thinking that way. We all have to come together and start creating for the good of all. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you for that share. It's like, uh, you know, if you're listening, it's like, yeah, when you go to bed at night and say maybe you didn't have the best day in your eyes and you set the intention before you close your eyes and you go to sleep that tomorrow's a brand new day to call in and create the reality that you want to create. And um, this is this has been an amazing conversation so far, Joey. And yeah, I'd love to kind of tie it all together and and close it up here. So uh, as as the Living Your True Vibe podcast, all about energy, as you know by right now, uh, can you tell us what makes your true vibration? My true vibration is living really in tune with what I believe to be my purpose, what I believe to be my mission. Um, you know, when I waver from that, things get cloudy, things get, I get distracted from it. So when I'm living in a, a vibration of love, love for my children, love for my wife, love for everybody, love for myself, when I'm loving myself, and I'm doing the things I need to do, you know, fueling myself, my body properly, taking care of it, you know, meditating, doing all these things that help me become the better version of me and having that clear focus, that clear purpose in mind, 
I'm harmonizing, resonating, vibrating, however you want to call it. And it's, it's unstoppable at that point. We, yeah. we get distracted. And that's the, I think that's the, that's the key. We have to learn how to recognize the distractions for what they are. They're going to happen. They're going to come. We can't stop them from coming. It's how quickly can we rebound from that distraction and get back on path. That's really all it is. It's all this, this grade level is, you know, it's, we're here to learn the polarity, the difference between the polarity, the right, the wrong. We've got free will to, cho to choose. How will we choose to create the future we desire? It's completely, we are given that gift and it's us okay. to screw it up or to make it something beautiful. Yes, yes. Ah, oh, such a great share. Well, thank you so much. And I would love for you to briefly tell us how people can connect with you. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, I have my website. It's www.myrealitypractice.com. Uh, on there, I've got access links, you know, for my coaching, for speaking engagements. Uh, I do workshops. I do inspirational speaking. Um, I actually even have a paint your reality painting kit, a manifestation kit and a course that I created uh, to create the reality you dream of. Um, so you can find me on my website. I have a YouTube channel also titled reality practice. And then I'm on Facebook and uh, Facebook, my reality practice, Instagram, Joe uh, Kramer, Joey is the handle and uh, check me out on TikTok. It's uh, Joey exposes the truth on TikTok. So. Yes, so cool. Awesome. Well, all that will be in the show notes. And Joey, thank you so much for being on today and being here sharing in your deep story, your journey. Uh, I want to say thank you so much and I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Mary. And it's been truly an honor and a privilege to be on your show. Oh, well, thank you so much. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. Connect with Joey. Let him know some of your takeaways, what really resonated from his journey. And uh, I'm offering my energetic up-level course for free right now. It's an $88 course. If you, all you have to do is uh, subscribe to the channel, leave a review, send me a screenshot either on Instagram or an email of your review. And I'm going to give you access to this course for free. So go grab that now. All that information's in the show notes and I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and are ready to help others connect to their true vibration, share this with a friend, hit subscribe, and leave a review to let me know how this podcast has impacted you. Other ways to connect with me, check out the show notes to follow me on Instagram at MaryMC4 or check out my website, TrueVibeWellness.com. Sending you all the love, all the light, and all the highest vibrational energy. 